Well, hello there, and welcome to this Calvary Longview audio message. We're so glad you've chosen to take a moment to discover with us the truth that can be found in the Bible, and we pray that you'll be blessed by what you hear. Today, Pastor Al is going to be sharing with us a message from the book of Jeremiah. We can't wait to get into God's Word, so crack open your Bible, grab your note-taking tools, and we'll get started. Remember all of their false prophets? 
And I remember Sunday morning we were talking about the church of Ephesus leaving their first love. And he says, repent, remember, repent, and be good. Well, back to those things that you used to do. Remember where you came from. Remember what the Lord has done for you. Remember these things. And so, you know, hearing what God had done is what he is. And what he was saying, and then seeing it come to place, God's hopefully going to jar some interest in the people. Because it's like right now, I remember a few chapters earlier in Jeremiah. They were talking about how Jeremiah, for 20 years, had been teaching them, well, the Babylonians are you know, the Babylonians are going to the country from the north, the Arctic from the north, and then And then all of a sudden, after 20 years, you have Jeremiah, who is now seeing these things from the place. He's witnessing these things from the place. And so here the people are, too. They're, they're not witnessing these things, and so maybe they need to be reminded of these things. And then so that's how uh, Jeremiah writes down. And then they see how far they travel from them. It's so important. To have the word of God. It's so important to have a great doubt. And, and, you know, it's the same problem that most of the generation. We need to get back to the word of God. We need to make sure that's what we have, that's what's still giving us life in our past. And we're, you know, we're seeing the stipulations that are received to assist us that we're living in, and we're seeing what's going on there, and we've been far removed from God's word. And this is kind of the same. You want to throw a light on the subject? Let's get back to the word of God. I remember, I was a two-year-old, and I think I was two and I was younger, they removed her out of school. So it was in her early 60s. Then all of a sudden, we want to remove, you know, the Ten Commandments from the courthouses, or from public places. We kicked God out of our nation, and now we're in trouble, and we're seeing it. We're all like, now what? We've got to get back to the Word of God. We've got to invite God back into our lives. That is kind of has been here for a long time. The things out there in society have not been hearing. And this is why they're in this the position that they're in. And so you think of today, a lot of us, a lot of people around, you see all the things that are going on in the internet and all the riots and all the stuff. It's like, how do people watch old? And when lawlessness goes, when lawlessness develops, that's what happens. And people's hearts are flat full. And then they just live in that bit. They don't have any reason to look about it. They never have a 24 inch or 64 inch TV. And then they do. And it makes no sense. So we've got to get back to the Word of God. Because God's going to have the final word in all of this. He's going to have the final say. And so, you know. We have to produce that love for one another. That's going to be found as we draw close to God. Then we'll be able to produce love not only for Him, but for one another. But I want to say this too, because this thing is important. In the churches, remember the Bible says, Judgment begins in the house of God. And beginning with pastors, there have been many who over the years that have been neglected to teach God's word. They've neglected it. Many have been wanting people to take heed to their clever ways of how they've been presenting the gospel. And I think a lot of people are more excited to want it as how they deliver it. It's how I look, it's how the lights hit, all the cameras go, and all the smoke hits, and all this stuff, and it's something show us entertainment. And we've neglected the importance of God's word, the full council of God's word. See, that's going to come and go. Where's all the entertainment right now? You know, people are not coming to church, or people, you know, the crowds aren't there. They're not going to be moved by the fancy stuff that you have now. They want to hear the truth. And, and many of the blessed 
told people in the church to start the process because the people in the church vote. They have a vote. They may not know the doctor's preaching, but they have a vote of the land. So they're not being taught the word of God. They need to hijack it out of there. How many of you are teaching the word of God here? To hijack it out of there. Can you get out of there? But we need to make sure that you know, what we're hearing is the word of God. Remember, other people get their hearing the false prophets. But if all prophets are telling this thing of peace, peace, and the people want it to be so. See, the people have a voice. The people have a voice. But today it's almost different. We have to ask, what's he tracking us? What is he just drawing us to come to church? Or to, uh, you know, hear from the Lord? Or, you know, we can come to church. Why are we going to church? Is there any more church? Jeremiah is instructed to get that word, to get it out there, 
want to hear that. And it happens today. This is why we see things that, well, it's not important to It's not important to have a full cross. So we want to talk about Romans chapter 1. No, I do want to talk about Romans chapter 1 because I want to save people out of Romans chapter 1. Well, we don't want to talk about, you know, priests. We don't want to talk about support or abortion. We don't want to talk about things that are very political. No, they're not political. They're biblical. They're things that are biblical that the politicians have brought out. There's some crazy woman in the 60s who didn't want to start a children to be indoctrinated, so she died with her in school. She was taking in against the Greeks and they tossed her out of schools, and that's the beginning of the downfall. So we begin to say, well, everybody's okay. Since this thing's okay. Now we're at the point where you identify your child in the hospital when they're born. Very easy to do. You see whether well, it's a boy or a girl, but then they're telling you at the age of three or whatever age they are, well, they may want to make up their identity. But when you're kidding, don't see a male or female. It's not that hard to figure out. Well, you don't need the same creation to figure out what it is. A bird just always says this by barking because it feels like it wants to bark. A bird may be a little crazy, but that's because he looks like a crazy people. But it's just the way it is. We have all these things that go on around, and, and this, nobody wants to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I want to tell you the truth. I want to see you in heaven. I don't want people to go to heaven and say, well, I'm going to go to the church and do what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the church and do what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go to the church and do what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the church and do what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the church and do what I'm going to do. You see, they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They don't want to be done bad. They just keep the truth. So it's coming up. How many people do people? How many people do people? How many people do people? Listen, if God doesn't provide for the church, let's go to the church and go. But you know what? We have to. We have to be faithful to God. Be faithful to His Word. You see, the church has been cutting out God's Word for a long time, and look what's happening. You're losing your young people. Why? Because we're not serious about that. We're not serious about God's Word. We're losing our young people. Why? Because it's not being taught the whole thing. Marriage is a problem. Why? Because we're not being serious about God's Word. We're cutting it out. Families are suffering. Why? Because we're building our lives upon the Word of God. God's Word is not just for a Sunday morning message or a Wednesday night message. It's for our life. We're going to build our lives upon the Word of God. Listen, this is the time when we need the full counsel of God's Word. We don't want to cherry pick, chicken pick, whatever thing you want to call it. We don't want to be that. We want to teach the full counsel of God's Word. And we need to teach it like we believe it, like we come in back. 
things to do. You know, here's the verse. You can have your sins forgiven. You can be cleansed of your sins. You can be washed and made new. You can be sober. You can live life and change your direction of not only you, but your family. That's the message. If that doesn't affect you, then you don't want to come here. Because the gospel with the power of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit is going to change lives. From dead lives into the life. Not just change your life, but make a good life. Yeah, he's bringing dead people alive. So it doesn't need us to kind of, you know, curtail the word of God or make it look good and dress it up or pretend who this brother people is. Listen, the Bible says if you lift up the name of Jesus, he will draw all men to himself. So we want to be faithful. We want to be faithful. And we don't want to stand each other or hide it, you know. Uh, sometimes they need a little face I just want people to know. I want people to know where I was headed. I want people to know that how God saved me and brought me out of the world because my wife and I were showing her my hand. I showed her a couple of things. And in my hand, I got some glass and then some asphalt in it from the bottom of your life. When we were separated, here's the book. And it's on the bottom of the book. Oh, yeah. 
Lord is finished. Now we'll be speaking about the chapters we're reading, 36 through about 32. Direct penetration to Jerusalem, to his life. Again, a man can burn his soul, but he's not going to destroy the word of God. A man can kill a messenger, but he'll never destroy the message. A man can reject God's word, but he can never reject the consequences of his message. Philippians, Paul wrote this in chapter 2, verse 5, he said, Therefore God is highly exalted in speaking of Jesus, and giving him the name of the above every name, that the name of Jesus is every name to God. Of those in heaven, those on earth, and those out of the earth. And that every time she confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and the glory of the Father. So listen, there's not going to be an escape every time we have heard about before Jesus, before Jesus, before Jesus, before Jesus. Well, my uncle then, he died, and he was out of the midst of the world, and he died in Because he was a super human being, he was a human being, so what do we know about that? But those dead people, you know, they were the fools, they were the fools, and they were the fools, and they were the fools. See, for us, it's the world, but it's been thrown all the words in the original story. But again, Jeremiah is reminding them that there's been a mass of words, but he's reminding them of these words again. They include the life I can use in judgment as a way to. So, I can't write the check God's word, but the punishment is going to be there, so now God is going to give it to us. So, here's the first thing, here's the chapters. The 37 through 39 are arranged in chronological order. They trace Jeremiah's life and ministry during the final speech and fall in Jerusalem. And the events of the section focus on Zedekiah, the last king of Judah, the place of the the message to Zedekiah. Now, King Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, reigned in seven Josiah, the son of Josiah, only reigned three months. So, who never get the king of Babylon, named king of the land of Judah, but neither he nor his servants, nor the people of the land named he, the word of the Lord was just spoken by God for your life. So sadly, even Zedekiah, his servants, the people of that, nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Jeremiah's constantly speaking. Nobody's listening. And it is he, it's he comes to do so after Josiah and after the reform of Josiah. These kings would not listen to God and they're seeing this. Well, the warnings are here. The warnings are here, but nobody wants to listen. So goes the leadership, so goes the people. And sadly, too many people will dismiss the message because they don't like it. Well, I don't like it. Oh, God. You go and say, don't go to God. That's not a terrible, that's a big thing. You know, you know where we're at, you know that God just thinks it's that guy who wants to come to That's a big thing. That's, that's amazing. But so many people, they don't want to hear that. They just want their cake and eat it too. You know, like, well, I want it. They don't want to say it. The God is trying to get their attention, yet they're not listening. And so, think about it even today. The political people in office today, God is calling out with help. God wants to help. Today, the church has the power to change anyone and everyone. And I think of myself. I think of myself. I think of myself. I know the members of the media as well. I think the names of the media as well. But we all know. God's changing. But today, the political office, uh, officers, wherever office they have, if they were called out to the 
message of peace and peace comes. And it may not be the message you want to hear, but it's the truth. I mean, peace, peace, I want your peace. I want your peace. But it may be true, the message that you hear may not be the right message you want to hear, but it's the message you need to hear. Okay, so here in verse 20, therefore, please hear now. Oh, my Lord, the King, please have my vision accepted before you. Do not give me through the house of Jonathan the Spirit, lest I die to the Jeremiah's Lord, the guy that I was looking to see with. But, you know, I feel like this is so exciting, maybe to worry about his health, but the issues he came to him about. Let's see what I got here. Verse 21 says, Jeremiah the King commanded that he should commit Jeremiah to the court of the prison, so that he should do for the community a piece of bread. From the places to you, so all the places to you, so let's go by and remain in the course of the prison. So, granting his request, he said, if I had him transferred from the other room, well, to the sister of the courtyard, the garden of the palace, this goes up to this. Jeremiah, his days, Lord, I'm getting to the age of 66. So, again, how do we wrap this all up for us to think about this week? I mean, I would say this to the church, and this chapter is going to be very interesting. Because we have the power to change the world. It's not by writing people in the place to post it. It's by Jesus Christ. You and I have the power to show this world what Jesus was 30, 40 years ago. Like the way I want to live it, just because I don't want to be told that you want to go. come to Christ, I realized that we need to have the truth. We have the power to change. We have the power to change the world. It's something we want to share. And for the church, again, the power comes because of what is called by the Spirit of God. Some pastors begin to hear their alternative goal is from why they do what they do. We can't get into that. It's not if it's true to God's word. It's not about us that deliver it because of how we're delivering it. It's God's word that has the power. We're just in the mouthpiece. See, it's God's word. Then it's possible that we're going to see people come to life and heal. So listen, we've got to take God's word for what it is. So I'm going to give you two short verses. One is Luke 18, speaking of the parable of the revealing light. He says this, Jesus said, Therefore, take me, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? How, how are we doing? Are we hearing it just well? I heard that. How are we receiving it under our lives? And then the parable is so weird. Jesus said in Mark 34, if he wants to be. You see, people will say, yeah, the Bible, that, that, that was the word there. I know that was the word because you open the Bible. What was the context? What was the spirit? I think many people open this Bible and they'll talk about generational curses. They'll talk about, you know, they'll read the word of the passage and they'll talk about generational curses. Or they'll talk about, you know, you can't be here too far away. You can't come there for like that. What are you hearing? What is it that we're hearing? See, what we see here in those chapters 
We hope you've enjoyed spending this time in God's Word, and our prayer is that you'll take it with you and apply it to your life. If you'd like to learn more about Calvary Longview, visit our website at cclongview.com. While you're there, you can find more teachings, request prayer, or even find out how you can get involved with what God is doing in our city. We hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you back here next time, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.